think it's such a benchmark year. And I think like when you're a kid, you're like, oh yeah, by the time I'm 30, I'm gonna have like three kids or whatever it is, have a house or whatever it is. And I just, I think I just took stock and I was like, wow, I am not where I thought I would be, which still doing fine. I just wasn't the 30 year old that my young self envisioned. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems Podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. And you know what? That's okay. So each week, we're going to take a funny yet informative look at a specific struggle or big kid problem, if you will. Then we'll break it down with a rotating cast of comedians, personalities, and experts to actually give us the tools and resources to help us solve our big kid problem of the week. From love and relationships, money, career, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another week and another episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer and creator of Big Kid Problems. And if you can believe it, this is actually our last episode of the season. I will be off the air for the next few weeks, but don't stress. I'll be back with a brand new crop of episodes starting in September. Guys, This season was a whirlwind. I started working on this back in January and oh my God, right when I got ready to launch it in March, the world flipped upside down with this pandemic. And I don't know if you guys could tell, but I definitely scrambled a little bit and tried to pivot as best as I could to give you relevant episodes every week. And I hope you enjoyed this season as much as I did making it. We've had New York Times bestsellers on, sexologists, Bravo TV stars, comedians, therapists, therapists, activists. I mean, this season is chock full of so many good episodes and I am truly proud of it. So if you're semi-new to the show or missed some episodes, now you have a few weeks to go back and catch up. I don't want to tease too much, but while I'm off the air these next few weeks, you may want to make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because I might be dropping a surprise episode or two just to keep you on your toes. Okay, so for this last episode, I have a special one for you guys, and I am so excited to bring back two of my favorite guests, Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick of the Almost 30 podcast. Back in the beginning of this year, when we first landed in 2020, I made a meme welcoming all the 90s babies to the decade that they would be turning 30. And I couldn't believe the responses I got. Like, you guys went nuts. I got so many messages from so many of you freaking out about the idea of getting older and transitioning to your 30s. So I decided I had to do a podcast about it. And I obviously had to invite the ladies of Almost 30 on the podcast because they have literally built their platform around this very transition. We talk about getting older, why turning 30 is such a crazy milestone, things we wish we could tell our 20-something selves, some life advice, and much more. No matter what your age is, maybe you're well past 30 or maybe you're not even close, this is just a fun episode and one I think all of you will relate to and enjoy. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I don't know about you guys, but I spend a lot of time on the internet, especially these last few months. Like, I don't even want to tell you what my screen time is at. It is truly embarrassing. But all that time looking at digital screens can be damaging to the eye, which is why I wear my Blue Blocks glasses. 
If you don't know, the blue light from most screens, like from your phone, computer, and TV, can actually damage your eyes and exposure can lead to digital eye strain. Symptoms of digital eye strain are anything from blurred vision to headaches and dry, watery eyes. And for some, it can even cause heightened anxiety, depression, and low energy. For me, I used to just get headaches every day and wonder like, why is this happening? So blue box glasses were created to block out blue light. And unlike a lot of other mass-produced blue light glasses, blue blocks are backed by the latest science and made under optics laboratory conditions in Australia. Some blue light glasses are pretty nerdy looking, but blue blocks are definitely more fashion forward and come in over 20 styles. I actually have the Magnum computer glasses, which are really cute. And you can also get them in your prescription or non-prescription and readers. So if you want to get your energy back, sleep better and block out those unhealthy effects of blue light, get yourself a pair of blue blocks glasses. And for each pair of blue box glasses purchased, they actually donate a pair of reading glasses to someone in need through the organization Restoring Vision. And I mean, you guys know I just love a good give back component. So head to Blue Blocks today and get free shipping worldwide and 15% off with code BKP. That's Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. I'm also going to link that in show notes and use code BKP for 15% off today. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast. I'm joined now by old friends, the ladies behind Almost Sup, 30. Sister. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so glad to have you back. Oh my God. I'm, gl- I'm glad you guys are back. This is We were just talking about this. Lindsay and Krista were on the first season of the show. They were like my second interview ever. And I feel like we were sitting around this table and I was just like, um, so <laughs> <laughs> do you guys like things? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> I think we did about friendship. Yeah, we did do it about friendship, yeah. which is yeah. so cute. <laughs> so cute. I just wonder friends. what we would have said. We remain friends, yes. which doesn't always happen. So we no. took our own advice. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> would so kind of be sucky. You know? If we weren't friends after <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. But I think as you get older, you like don't really lose friends like that. No. As they either just kind of fall off or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I totally. Agree. Yeah. And you're like grateful for it. <laughs> like, bye. Yeah, you're like, I needed more room. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for anyone who wants to listen to that episode, you can go back to season one. Season one, baby. But um, going back to, I mean, getting older, you said it. So it's so funny, you guys. Um, I posted this meme a little bit earlier in the year all about like the 19 or 2020, like joining this decade and how this is the decade that all 90s babies are turning 30 and it showed like a tornado coming. And I have never seen a response like that. I, you know, like people really were, were loving it. <laughs> and, and I got a lot of, I was reading through the comments and I was dying laughing because there's so many people in their 20s that were yeah. like, fuck. I feel like the, the fear is real. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. Like what they don't know is that this is the best fucking decade Ever. Oh Ever. my God. I That's love fucking this. Hilarious. Oh, you guys just Dude. pulled it up. We just pulled up the meme. <laughs> yeah. Just you for guys, context. You guys got to pull it up. There is such a like conversation about turning 30 that everyone's like scared about that I actually think my younger self would have felt scared about turning 30. Oh. But then it happens. And now I'm like, dude, it's the best. Getting older is the best. Yeah. I was going to, I mean, you guys based your whole platform on like this transition, like almost 30. It was yep. about turning, like being almost 30 and turning yep. 30. I'm laughing because we were like, we were doing like a promo video for something. And we're like, we're like, we help you navigate any transition. And I was like, I don't know if we do any transition. <laughs> and our video guy was like, nope, you can keep it. He's like, you're fine. You navigate transitions. I was like, okay, <laughs> just keep it. Yeah, just keep it. What made you guys, like when you were starting this though, like go with that theme? Yeah, well, it was like the topic of conversation between us as new friends. Um, I was coming out of a relationship where I thought I was going to marry a guy and like spend the rest of my life with him. And I, I fucking blew it up. And Krista was dealing with her own things. She had moved across the country. So had I. And um, she was dealing with some health issues and just kind of like figuring out how to feel really, really good. And I think a lot of us go through that as we're transitioning because we kind of neglect our health. We're like, we should do all the things outside and not take care of ourselves inside. Um, So always quick fixes too. Quick fixes. And I just felt like 
we we felt like we weren't alone and we've, we've discussed this before. We're like, okay, so we're having these conversations. Other people must be going through this. And so, yeah, we don't, I don't necessarily think the name is the best. And <laughs> we always laugh about it because we're like, it's catchy and it's amazing, but we're also like getting older, like uh, aging out of yes. our own name. But it's a metaphor <laughs> for all the transitions that we go through. But it is such an important one because I feel like in our 20s, we're still kind of potentially like leaning on our parents a little bit. We feel invincible. We're like, oh, what's life? What's adulthood? I don't know. Let's. And then all of a sudden you get to your late 20s. And if you're into like astrology and planets and all of that, like your Saturn return is happening, which is when Saturn comes back around from the point that you were born, it comes back around to that same point. And it's really um, a time of looking at your life and seeing what works and what doesn't and being very decisive about that and making moves to possibly go in the direction of like where your soul wants to go. Yeah. Um, and that might be mean breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. That might mean like finally taking ownership of like your own health. That might mean making a big move, whatever. So for you guys, it was like starting a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was like, for me, it was like my move to LA, which then kind of set me up to meet Krista. I was at Cycle. All the things happened. Yeah. Mine was more career. You know, I was like in the corporate world and I just like was so unhappy. You know, I had moments, of course, of like relationships and people I worked with that I loved and that I laughed with and had fun. And that was really like my saving grace with a lot of jobs I have was like finding people that I really got along with. But I just felt so lost. I was like, I, this can't be my life. You know, I, I want more. Like I wanted to have a passion or a purpose so bad that it was just felt like there has to be something else. And I knew that everyone in our late t- 20s, like it was time to get real about that, about that feeling. Because I'm like, I've tried it. Like I've been here for eight years. Mm. It's not really working. So I need to figure out an outlet that's going to fulfill me creatively outside of work. I never thought it'd be my full time, but I needed like an outlet to channel like energy that I wasn't using at work. That's so true. Wait, what did you do before? I was in uh, management consulting for finance uh, for a while and then um, account management sales. Damn. Yeah. So funny. Past life. I know, honestly. (laughs) It is. It's like, God, that world, I just remember even like, that's the thing is like in your 20s, you don't know shit about, like I remember at my first job, being, it's 11 a.m. I just got there at nine and I'm exhausted. I'm like, holy fuck, I have to be here until five. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, and just another 40 more years to go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember studying in college. If I studied for two hours, I was like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, I'm probably gonna teach the class. And literally at the corp, at work, I was like, dude, we're here for nine hours a day. I, could, I couldn't get over it. I would like fall asleep at my desk. It was like miserable. And it's just like a hard transition. So getting older, you just care less too. Mm. You understand how the world outside of college and high school works and you just care less. <laughs> you know? So true. It's the best. Yeah. Like you do whatever you want and you just don't care as much. It's yeah. less energy. Yeah. Caring about what other people think. You know, I, I think in your early 20s, you're always like seeking that validation from either friends, boyfriend, parents, what oh, society. Yeah. And then you get all this energy back when you don't care as much. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, I can do anything, you know? I feel like that not caring as much kind of comes from just like being tired. Yes. <laughs> you're like, I'm too tired <laughs> to like care about what this person's doing or go to this like cool party because it's cool. You're like, I just want to sit home. Care. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night when I was I was thinking about a party that I went to recently. And I'm like, I like remember going to parties and just like never wanting to go. And when you're older, you just don't go. You just don't. Like yeah. it'd be so stressed. You're like, what am I going to wear? Who's going to be there? Is that person I hate going to be there? You know, like what's going to be going on? You're kind of, you have anxiety. You're like, okay, is everyone going to be drunk? What's the vibe? Am I going to feel included? Am I going to feel like I'm normal? Like, is it? And then when you're older, you're just like, nah. Like, you're like, <laughs> why would I go to that? I don't want to go. It's funny because like, what's the difference between you sitting in your dorm room alone, staying home, and like you sitting in your house alone, staying home. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So funny. I feel like at that point in life, you're like, you have so much pressure to be like social. I know. It's like what all your peers are doing. Yeah. It was so social in college. I, even in high school too. Like I remember being with my friends in high school and in college for like four days period. Like four days. Like we'd spend the night 
We like I remember friends like during weeknights we'd spend the night go to school go home together or spend the night go home go to school it was like disgusting <laughs> you know and now I'm like I can't even be with like my fiance for like yeah. a full twenty four <laughs> honestly oh my god we're talking about you know like getting older and obviously so you guys were almost thirty for a while what happened when you actually turned thirty because I have a theory about I call it like what what I have the name for it I call it like the thirty panic button. Like I, like when I turned 30, I like legit, like it was so weird. Like I did not care at all. Like I was like, oh, like I'm going to be empowered. Like I'm a woman. You know, like I just had like a really good outlook (laughs) on it. And literally I watched the the clock strike like, you know, 12 o'clock on my 30th birthday and like just tears. Oh my God. And I was like, do other people go through this? What was that? What What do you think was behind that? So many things. I actually like, sat down and like tried to figure it out because it, it just, it came over my head and I was like, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it at all, but I got so emotional on my 30th birthday. I think there was a few things behind this. I think one, I mean, I think there's like a whole, it's it's definitely like a benchmark year, you know? You're like, there's a Forbes 30 under 30, you know? Yeah, and you're like, like, fuck, I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, maybe there's a chance, like 28, you know? I'm like, you know, still got a couple of two totally. years. I don't know. I think it's such a benchmark year. And I think like when you're a kid, you're like, oh yeah, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to have like three kids or whatever it is, have a house or whatever it is. And I just, I think I just took stock and I was like, wow, I am not where I thought I would be, which still doing fine. I just wasn't the 30 year old that my young self envisioned. I don't know. That was one thing. I also think like, you know, I think obviously there's a societal thing with just being female of like our whole lives. We're told like youth is beauty, you know? And then I kind of felt like, I I just remember like all these little things that I would remember my guy friends being like, Oh, my Tinder profile, it cuts off at 29, you know, just like little, little, all these little nuanced, weird things that Mm -hmm. I've always. And they're like balding and have a pot belly. And they're like, yeah, my Tinder profile cuts off 29. Yeah. All these weird things. I don't know. I just like came over me and I just, I freaked out. Were you guys a little bit more graceful? <laughs> I think, you know what's weird is I had sort of that same sentiment of freaking out when I got engaged. Mm. And that was more so not related to anything with my fiance. Like that's always been 100, but it's like the feeling of like, I'm officially older. And like, cause I would always look at people who are engaged and married and be like, oh, they're older than me. And that's a huge phase in your life. And now I'm like, oh, because what's, I don't know. It's like before you get engaged, you're like, you're just getting older. And, and no matter what, you're getting older. You can't really stop that. But with getting engaged, it's like such a serious marker to like you being married. And when you're married, that's like huge. Like to me, in my eyes, you're officially an adult because you're doing finances. You, you like hang out with them all the time. You're like prioritizing them in, in this like way where you're always together. And then that means kids. And like, once you have kids, to me, that's just so serious and important and beautiful and amazing. But it just feels like so. I, that felt Permanent. to me like, the, yeah, like the biggest, that felt to me, I was like, damn, like I'll never be single again, mm. you know, God willing, but I'll never be like single again. Like I'll never just be like able to like <laughs> hit the road. like, Let's negotiate with Justin. I think you could hit the road. I think I could hit the road and sometimes. listen to some music with my, <laughs> with the windows down. I don't know what my fan, there's no fantasy, but it's just like, oh wow. Like it's just, it's, it's just older. Life change. Yeah, it's a complete life change. Even though like the relationship stays stable, but it is it is a marker for like, wow. Yeah. And it also like, it means like a change to your life that you know in terms of, you know, once you do have kids, like your work life's going to change. Yeah. Like there's just going to be shifts in, in, in um, priorities and where your energy goes, which is kind of uncomfortable sometimes to like adjust to. I can yeah. imagine for women having children, it's like, oh my God, I have a human I need to take care of. Yeah. It's so, it's like a lot of, it's so much joy, but it's also like, are you joking? Mm-hmm. I've spent all that like, time on myself. Yeah. That's for me, like my marker. When I think like I'm a real adult, I think is like when I'll have, when I have kids. I know. I, I feel like that when that happens, it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. That seems like terrifying. Not terrifying is like dramatic, but that seems just really intense for me. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just for me personally, I'm like, oh, I can't, I don't think I have enough time for me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, if I was like that and I had a kid mm-hmm. or thing, even though, but when you have a kid, you see them and you're like, I'll do anything for you. I yeah. would love to stay up all night for you. I'm I'd just love really to- banking on that whole like, 
you know, the motherhood hormone like floods I know. you or something. I'm like, something's got to kick in. <laughs> yeah. Yours will come. hundred <laughs> percent. I have no doubt. <laughs> Did you feel when you turned 30? When I turned 30, most likely I was like, I usually, I was talking to Krista about this today where I like go away by myself somewhere so I don't have to like <laughs> ring in anything with anyone just because I feel weird pressure around celebrating yeah. and doing what other people want to do for my birthday. I think it's very sweet and kind, but I'm like, I just kind of want to like listen to what I'm thinking and feeling, you know? And and I, I'm pretty sure I like just went outside like when the when the clock struck 12 and I was like, okay, like, staring at the moon. I was like, okay, this is it. I'm loving being in my 30s. I think there is for me like a, I just feel more like settled in Mm. my body, in place in my life here. There are definitely a list of things that I feel in process with, but I don't know. There's just a confidence about it. And And I definitely think the move to LA during like, if that's my marker of my Saturn return, like gave me the confidence to like take big risks. So I moved to LA and then we took a big risk and started this podcast. And then I quit my job. She quit her job. Like it just like kind of snowballed. And I, I'm like, oh, I'm liking this, this part of me. That's just like fearless in that way. Yeah. And then like being in a relationship now feels so much better in my thirties. Me and my twenties in a relationship, was a fucking mess. <laughs> Even though I was like, I, I consider myself very like selfless and almost to a fault where I was like doing too much for the person I was with, almost to like, it was like gross. And now I feel like I'm with my equal. And it's like, I don't have to like bend over backwards and be like, please like me. It's just like, it's just is. You know what I mean? So true. And I think that has to, that comes with maturity. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You kind of get that practice out of the way. Like, I feel like 20s is a lot of like, you know, throwing up shit against the wall. For sure. Fucking up, making like huge mistakes and then like going from there. So I'm kind of happy. Like, that's always what I remind myself, you know, when especially when I turned 30 and I like went through my panic moment. I was like, you know, this is kind of good. Like, there's a lot of shit in your 20s. I'm like happy to be done with. Yeah. And it's almost like breaking up with, like you said, with with that, you know, getting engaged, it's like part of you kind of has to die <laughs> to move 100%. forward. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like kind of crazy. Like it's a crazy feeling, you know, even as we do this like, you know, self-development work or you're in therapy, like there's probably like emotional times you can pinpoint where it's like, whoa, what was that? Oh, it's like this part of me that literally has to die now because I'm not that person anymore and I'm not listening to that story anymore. Yeah. It's just like, you're not, that was like, oh, I'm not getting younger, mm-hmm. you know? And like the other stuff, I was like happy for it to die. Like I was happy to stop drinking. I'll have a glass of wine here and there, but I was happy to stop that. Cause I just, I saw how clear it was when I wasn't drinking, mm. how much better I felt, how much like more present I was, how like much deeper I could go in my relationships and how much money I saved. I mean, that was like a money saving thing on the real. And then just like other things that I let go of, which were like, comparison as much and like being in uh, dishonest relationships, like where they were cheating or I was cheating, you know, like just kind of those stressors. I was like, all right, cool. This is like evolution. It felt like evolution for me because I was leaving that behind. But then like, yeah, some of it just is like a little bit different, but I don't think anything's bad about getting older. It's so weird because I feel like I heard older people say that and I'm like, oh, they're like delusional and old. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, like what are they talking about? Yeah. You know, I'm like, but then you get older and you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the point of like big kid problems in a sense. Like I, when I explain it to people, I'm always like, you know, when you were a kid and you looked at an adult and you're like, holy shit, that's an adult. But like, you still feel like all of us still kind of feel yeah. like that kid. Like none of us really change. Like, yeah. I, I mean, we all change, but it's just like, you're still that same person you were. You just like continue to grow and grow and grow. And I, I mean, I feel like people, people have always said that like, oh, you know, the next year, every year is like the best year of your life and it just gets like better and better and better. Yeah. Um, Especially, I think after college for me, I, I enjoyed college, but I mean, damn, like life felt, feels so much better for me outside of college. Think about the dorm rooms we were living in. I mean, in. honestly, I was in Ohio. It was like a slum. Oh my God. There was this Business Insider article that came out and I want, I, I hope I get the age right, but if you guys could guess, what do you think was, they said this was the age that people thought that they were peaking. Like they said that this was the best year of their 23. life. 23. 19. It was like 67. Oh, 
Oh, oh, no, I, oh. No, did we read that? No, that I thought it was peaking. like 80 something. Maybe it was. I, I was like 84 or something. I'm going to double check it, but it was definitely old. It I was 84. Because listen, you're not working anymore. Yeah. Living off of retirement. Saying whatever you every want. Day. Saying, saying whatever, whatever the you, fuck want. you want. I Using mean, that senior citizen discount. Letting your chin hairs grow. Are you joking? Oh, honestly. I'm like Just already doing them that. Go. I know. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you kind of like realize like with time too, it's like, oh, it, you kind of accept what you're working with. Like when you're younger, you're like, you feel like you could change who you are or your, or your body or the way you look or whatever. And you're just comparing so much more. And as you get older, you're like, oh, this is like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like this is what's happening. And I can only enhance it as best as I can. Yeah. Guys, I have some exciting personal news. I am about to pop my meal delivery cherry. I don't know about you guys, but I've been cooking way more than I ever would have imagined this year. And I am so sick of everything that I know how to make. So I am really excited to switch it up with Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable. We're actually pretty picky eaters in my house. Like my fiance doesn't eat gluten and I try to stay away from dairy. So I love that Green Chef has several different types of meal plans to choose from like keto, paleo, plant-powered, and balanced living to just fit all different types of lifestyles. Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to help guide you along. And I love that they deliver a wide variety of organic ingredients that come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so I don't have to worry about grocery shopping, planning, or letting things go to waste. I'd like to personally take this moment to apologize to all those veggies I let go bad in my fridge before Green Chef you deserved better. If you want to make your life easier and improve your at-home cooking game, listen up. I have a huge discount just for you. Use code BKP80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Dude, this is a no-brainer. Go to greenchef.com slash BKP80 to redeem and get more details. I'm also going to link it in show notes, but remember to go check it out. I think too, like I was reading something the other day that was like, that's what every year older, you know yourself better. And then, so we're all just kind of like moving more into our most authentic selves because you're just like, we're all just kind of figuring out how we tick and we act a little bit more like ourselves as the year goes, years go on. I'm like, I feel like that's so true. It's like data collection. (laughs) You have more like data points to prove whatever it is your belief is. You know, I was like saying this, I was at this influencer dinner the other day and I walked in and I didn't know anyone. And usually we know some person because it's LA and, and we kind of have a small community here. But I was like, oh, damn, like I actually feel a little anxious. I don't know anyone. I'm uncomfortable. I could be a loser. I could be here talking like to no one the whole night. And it ended up being fine. But I had that feeling of like, oh, I could be a loser and like be alone in the corner all night, you know, and just feel stupid. But that I have so much data to back up the fact that like these are, it's just one night in my life. Mm. It could be worse. I've done it before. I've sat in the corner alone before. I've talked to strangers before. It's like, it just gets so much easier because you can go back and like pull from your memory of like times in which this could relate and like apply it to the situation. Yeah, so true. So true. Oh my gosh. Um, What would you guys say to somebody? And I feel like you probably get this question all the fucking time. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But we better answer correctly. I know, honestly. But obviously, I mean, people go to you for like, Turning 30 or almost 30. So like, what would you, what would be your advice for somebody who is about to like transition to their 30s? Mm-hmm. It's the best. I just love it. But I guess it would be, so, you know, in, in speaking to the Saturn return, you know, Saturn is a planet of, it's like a formidable planet where it just asks you to like take yourself seriously and your life seriously and like the decisions that you're making in your life. And I think I was maybe thinking that I was taking my life seriously, but I really wasn't. And like, what I mean by that is like being responsible for your own decisions. So that's being responsible for your money, you know, understanding when when I had debt that like, it was only me to take care of it. It was only me to figure it out. Being responsible for relationship decisions I made, you know, cheating on partners, being dishonest, being distrustful uh, for the way that I showed up in my friendships, for the job that I had, me not liking my job. That was my responsibility to get 
out of. It was my responsibility to get into it. So it's really like taking it just a little bit more seriously that like your decisions, although it seems like you don't have as much control over them, you really do. And each small decision can really, really make a huge impact on your life. Like it takes small decisions to make huge impacts on your life. So it takes a long time, but it's just like really important that you like take your life seriously. Mm. That was a good answer. True. <laughs> I believe it. It's weird because it's, it's like, you should have fun. Everyone should laugh. And I, I try and laugh at life all the time, but I just really do think there's a seriousness of like what we're doing here. Totally. You know? Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. I think leaving my 20s because I felt like, I'm like, I'm in my 20s. This is like a, you know, I feel like I had like a excuse for any mistake I had. 100%. Like, and I was like, oh, if I mess up, like it's cute and quirky because I'm in my 20s. You know? Yeah, it's like your, your own meme. Yeah. And you're like, whatever. I woke up with my phone in a bag of, or in like a bowl of salsa. And you're like, oh my God, that's so me. <laughs> so me. It's like, dude, like, ah. You like do stuff that. to tell your friends about it. Yes. Like I remember getting mm-hmm. fucked up and like, being so fucking weird and you'd be like, oh my God, I remember when I fell off the bar. I mean, the best was like was bleeding everywhere and it's like, ah. Recounting <laughs> last night was like yes. always the best. Yeah. yeah. I think though, you know, if you're if you're turning 30, it's like looking at where you can build in more consistency in your life. I feel like in my 20s, I was very inconsistent it, with everything that I do. And it doesn't mean like big things that you need to be consistent with. It's literally the smallest consistencies can breed just a really consistent life. So like whether that means just like getting up and like brain dumping for two minutes, like in your little journal, that little thing that you do every single day for two minutes could like mean that you are showing up every day for your boss and like getting the tax, you know what I mean? It just like breeds more consistency. And for me, when I'm consistent, I feel I feel like myself. I feel in flow. I feel aligned. I feel like there's an equal en- energy exchange between me and my own life. You know what I mean? Where I'm like respecting my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm inconsistent, I'm like, why are you fucking disrespecting your own life? It's not even about other people. Yes, they're like kind of victims of it. But it's like, why the fuck are you disrespecting like the life that you have? Like being consistent, I think for me is just helps me go through any transition. You know, it is like that constant, that's those bumpers where like, you might like bump on the bumpers, but they're soft and you're going to get to where you're going. Oh, I like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's what I would say. I feel like I went off road somewhere. Like I went off the track. I know. The bumpers are gone. I know, honestly. You're like on a unicycle. (laughs) Like, I don't know where the fuck we're at. I'm in a field and it's dark. I know, honestly. I think, you know, to the point of the consistency thing, it's like, I started journaling in my 20s, maybe like when I was like 24. And it was really just because I was so anxious at the time and I was just going through my stuff. But I'm so thankful that I journaled because I could track my unhappiness. You know, Mm -hmm. I could track how deeply unhappy I was. And of course, like I, I had amazing times. I had the best friends. I had so much fun, et cetera. But just on the inside, I wasn't fulfilled. And it's like, I think so often I see it with people that, I see it with people in my life and I've, you know, experienced it personally. But if you're not tracking or able to really see objectively like how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis, like in your 20s, if you're unhappy, it's really important that you have something that is either a person that's keeping you accountable or like a way to keep yourself accountable. Because I think so often people are, that's how you end up 40 and you're 40 years old and you're like, damn, you're like 40 years old and you're sitting there and you're like, I'm so unhappy. And if you only knew that you'd been unhappy for 20 years. Yeah. You know, or you'd been wishing you were in a different different job for 20 years. So having that way to like track how you feel and what's actually going on in your life is like so important. And I think that was one of the things that really made an impact on my life to be more serious about this is how I feel. Like, oh, two years ago, I actually was really fucking unhappy. And today I'm unhappy. Like nothing's changed. But because like humans have a way of, it's like a beautiful way of like not remembering always, you know, if you're sick a one week and you're not sick the next week, the next, you know, the week you're not sick, you're like, I don't even know what it's like to be sick. Yeah. But when you're sick, you're like, I think this is the end. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think this is it. So I think that's just like a really good thing too, like for people that want to make a change in their life in their 20s or want to like shift things around or just like make make themselves better if they're feeling like something's off. A hundred percent. 
I love that too. I, I mean, I've been doing that for a long time too, like just journaling and like writing that shit. And I, oh, I've mentioned it on the podcast so many times because it has helped me so immensely. But it is so fun also to kind of go back and like read like my 23-year-old entries. I'm like, holy shit. It's a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I love like reading the thoughts about boys. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's like, great. he texted me. So it was so great or like whatever. It's like, it's so darling. <laughs> That's one of the things I think was actually surprising for me too. This is kind of random, but like one of the surprising things I think about being in your 30s is I look at people in their 20s and I'm like, you little baby. I'm like, I'm 31. Like I'm literally like not mm-hmm. that much older, but I feel like I look at people in the 20s like they're they're just like so much younger. Totally. It's so weird. And I now think, college yeah. and high school is fucking children. Those are children. Children. Those are babies. But I was like, mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules, there was like some guy that's like 28. He's like the new cast member and he's like talking and I like can't even take him seriously. I'm like, <laughs> you're a little <laughs> nugget. You know? <laughs> it's true. But then I, but then I'll hear from, from some kids, like even in like middle school or high school and I'm like, whoa, you are on like some shit. That's like, true. In a good way. Like so like mature, evolved, woke. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So there's that too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yes, I, don't I completely know what agree. I think their rhetoric of the generations below us is just so much greater. You wow. know, there's so much more about like consciousness and like inclusion. Inclusion mm-hmm. and just like awareness and being happy. Like I truly think that they want to be happy yeah. more so than I guess they were shown the possibility of what happiness is. And I don't know if our parents, my parents necessarily knew that it was possible to be happy. I think it yeah. was like normal to not be. Yeah. And I don't think schools provide the support. So like, okay, this new generation wants to be happy. That's amazing. And then they go into school and they're put in these tracks to do X, Y, and Z in order to become this or get into this you know, yeah. college or whatever. It's almost like, yes, do that. I think that's important, obviously education, but like, are there supplement courses or offerings where like, that are almost like group therapy or like, just like kind of supplementing them to be happy along the way. Because like they're kind of sitting with their feelings like, oh my God, like my social studies teacher thinks I'm a loser and like I'm terrible. And like, what does this say about my self-worth? But I'm really passionate about history. So how do we make this work? Literally like these are like the biggest problems they have. And it's also like, that's the seed that grows into an adult who feels unworthy. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Like, how can we like support it, you know, know, earlier on? I know. They do really need to change that. I say that with a lot of things, like especially in like the school system. Like, how is it the exact same that our grandparents? Oh went my through? god! You know what I mean? I can't. It makes me puke. Yeah, it's 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 alarming. <laughs> like the history books are out of date. They're inaccurate. They're incorrect. Like just with like the the discoveries that we've had, especially in science, nothing that anyone is learning is like accurate or up to date. Yeah. It's like, like, why do I need to know what a Pythagorean theorem is? Exactly. Like never in my adult life have I like whipped that out. It's just, yeah, it, it, I mean, of course I could go into my thing, but it's just pointless information. But I guess it does give us like all baseline of like what we speak to, but it is such a bummer like that there isn't more interest in like school education reform mm. to mm-hmm. update, you know, what we're doing. Oh my God, I could talk about that forever. But the kids would then take over the world and make the world better. And then, yeah. I know. I will know, say that- The that patriarchy it, would not have a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say that I agree that there's been like some type of shift though, where I think our generation is really kind of like the start of that, of like going towards happiness, like not really caring that much more about like some of these traditional things, like, you know, yeah. buying the house, the white picket fence. And we also can't afford houses. Money. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you think about that because I've actually said that out loud before. I've been like, yeah, we don't care about like buying the house. And it's like, oh, because we can't afford a house. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, yeah, but I think that things are changing. I believe that, which is like so exciting to me. Also too, like on the aging thing, it's so interesting to see conversations shift to like people wanting to live till they're like 150, people like doing like stem cell stuff and just like all the things that are happening that are like in conversation right now that have people interested in living really a long time. That's so wild. Wild. Because I, I can't don't even imagine. That. It's weird. I don't want that. If I, I had the choice to live to 150, I don't. I, you know, Call me when the room reaper's at my door and he's like, it's time to go. I'll be like, okay, I actually changed my mind. <laughs> but I mean, the interest to stay, to live to that much is, I don't know. If we're living till 150, think about like how young 30 is. Uh, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
Well, think about it. We're living to 100. It's young. It is young. You know? What's funny is I feel like in my... I always kind of, growing up, I kind of always looked to like 30 as the end point of like, I, I, or I always looked at like, okay, getting married and having kids. Like that was like the end totally. of my imagination. Like that 100%. <laughs> yes. That's as far as it so went. That's the only thing Barbie did was like married and kids. It was like, okay, what else? Okay. Because yeah. we're done. Yes. I recently did this like weird hypnos thing where it, you, you kind of like remember what you're what they tell you and like when you're being hypnotized, but basically it was like, okay, like imagine a couple years from now, but then it took you me into like, okay, now imagine you're in your forties. And it was so weird. I had a moment. I'm like, I've never thought it. I've never thought it through this far. <laughs> and it was like into your sixties. I'm like, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. I just like would literally just envision my face and be like, I know. Same. What, well, what'd you get? What's it going to look like? Do you know what I mean? I, <laughs> In my hip, like it eventually it kind of came to me like this vision and it was so weird. It's like not what I thought. I was, I don't know. It was so strange. <laughs> it's like so me strange. with a ponytail. <laughs> like <laughs> a ponytail and like kind of gray hair, but like everything's the same because it's, it'd be hard to imagine your face older. Totally. Yeah. Like how do you do that? <laughs> you know, I don't know. You kind of don't have to. Yeah, you know. know. We're good. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I also too with like advice, it's like with people in their 20s to their 30s, like it's so important that you do your own shit. Yeah. I felt like in your 20s, like I hung out with a group of 20 girls, I think for five, six years out of college, which was the best, the most fun. Some of my closest friends to date, but it's like, if I would have stepped outside and been a little bit more unafraid, and this is all on me, of course, me taking responsibility for it and just been more unafraid to be myself and like do my own shit, I would be so much further, mm. you know? That's so true. It's like you just all went to brunch every weekend, like, which was amazing at the time, but. Yeah. And that's kind of like a weird thing. I think the older you get, you do kind of like some of those close relationships around you, you kind of start to drift, not drift away, but almost kind of because you are kind of doing your own thing and you're kind of going down your path. And I mean, it's all good. I think it's all good. It's just different. Yeah. Totally. I feel like it becomes not all good when you have people who don't get it. And aren't aren't in a place where they're like, yeah, this is just kind of life. And like, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're so, they're so like in the, in the story of like, we're going to be friends forever. This is my safe space. This is home for me. Like, so when that shifts through people, it gets a little hairy. Yeah. I think there's like growing pains, of course, you know, like getting older, there's just totally. all these growing pains. What What do you think? What kind? Well, I think that that's kind of one like outgrowing relationships. Yeah. It's kind of a hard thing. I don't know. I think like also, I mean, for me, like becoming more realistic with what I want in the future. Like, you know, just two years ago, I was like living in New York City, like in an apartment. And like, I never imagined like not doing that. And now I'm kind of, I my mindset has shifted, like getting engaged. We're talking about a future. And like, I start to, I guess it's like the word is responsible. Like I'm more responsible with like my finances and like more planning for the future. And it's like, okay, I'm not gonna black out on mimosas this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, we got shit to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you have more. Yeah, it's weird too because I feel like I work the same amount of hours, but like, I don't know. Now it's like people have so much going on with work. I feel like that's why people don't stay in touch. But I also think when I like in my experience, it was like people would be on Gchat all day or texting all day and people would be really talking to each other all day, trying to keep like connection, you know, outside of college. And now it's like people really do more of like their work. People are like actually working more. Yeah. Trying to like build a future. Mm I think that's also, I mean, we we also are, I think, well, people hopefully are like in jobs that they care about more or higher up in their roles. I mean, for me, like, I mean, you guys can relate to this too because you kind of run your own shit. I'm like, I am so much more invested in my work than I ever was in my 20s. Like, it's so funny. Like, I would show up hungover all the time to the office and I'm like, I, now that I don't have to go to an office and I can get hungover and, you know, do whatever I want, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, because it's on your dime. Mm-hmm. It's on my time. You know what I mean? It's on your dime, which is so different. So different. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the, that kind of, yeah, into like, it's like, I just wouldn't, I, the whole time I was at work, I was like thinking about like boys 
Like, who am I dating? Who am I talking? You know what I mean? And like, my mind was literally on another planet, but I was like on their dime, but so I didn't care. <laughs> and when it's yours, you take it so much more seriously. So true. You know? So true. I'm not like checking my horoscope every yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, that was, I spent like, I'm not kidding here, probably about 30% of my work hours, like on different horoscope websites. I love that. Like, when am I out of here? What does it say in my chart? Yeah. I would just be like at other people's desks talking all day. Oh, you're social. I was so bad. You'd be like getting your steps, like laps and you're like, hey, how you doing? Honestly, (laughs) every day we go sit at people's desks. Oh my God. I was more of the headphones in type. Love. (laughs) On horoscopes. (laughs) <laughs> I looked like I was working really hard. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just like, you know, like learning about my rising moon. <laughs> I just hope that it gives people, makes people excited, you know, and it just... Yeah, don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared of turning 30. It's the best. I feel like too, honestly, like I look at my friends, they look the best they've ever looked. Truly. It's weird. I feel like people get more attractive than... Yeah, because everyone's just more comfortable. The confidence comes. There's just so much. And yeah, there's just so much more to look forward to, whatever age. So And too, like when you when you enter your 30s, I, to your point about the fear of like, oh my God, like when the clock struck to midnight, understanding that like you have your own, not to be cheesy, but like your own divine timing of your life. So really finding comfort in that. You know, like the thing about, Life is that you could meet someone if you're, you know, single. You can meet someone tomorrow. You could be literally have kids within two years or if that's what you want or marry. You know what I mean? Like everything can change so suddenly. Yeah. And same with like starting a business. Like you never know. So I think just trusting the timing and rather than wishing you were farther along, wishing you could change things that you did, it's like, being here for your life, like in this moment and easier said than done. But I think the moments where I can do that, I'm my happiest. So true. Mm. Kind of goes back to like the data points thing you were saying too. Like when you have, I feel I feel that when you're, um, whenever you do have these moments where you're like, oh, maybe I'm not where I'm at or I'm like feeling a little low, like you can use those data points in your life to be like, I know I'm going to, this is like a period of time and shit's going to like, change or shit's going to get better. Yes. Honestly. Of course. So true. What are you guys excited about in your older age? Thinking about beyond 30. Beyond 30. I think it's like, what I love about it too is like, I can kind of be, like, I felt like in my 20s, I had to be so like nice all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not surprising to anyone, but- I just like felt like I had to be nice to everyone and be really well liked. And I just like, like in your 20s and your 30s, you're just like, I'm just going to say whatever it is that I want to say because it's true to me not to appease anyone else. So you just kind of like give less fucks about like, I don't know, like always appeasing people. And you just really are more true to like whatever the fuck it is that you want to say. So I'm just really excited to just really hone in on that, you know, like to get better at it, you know, so I can be kinder about it, but I can just be, continue to be more truthful to myself. And I think getting in my thirties has just been so much fun to just be more truthful to myself. Yeah. I remember you, I feel like you posted on Instagram not long ago. You're like, I can't wait to like be 80 and just post photos of sunsets. Honestly. Be myself. God. And like flowers. <laughs> I take the best pictures of flowers on my walks and I'm like, I cannot wait to like post <laughs> these bitches up. On, there's like so beautiful. It's like a zoomed in crop of like a flower. I'm like, this is going to be stunning. <laughs> it's true. I'm excited to just continue to like be more confident in everything. You know, just I find... I think I'm confident in general, but I do think like just as I get older, there is a confidence I'm excited to embody more, whether it's in my relationship or in business or just in things that I want to do. I'm excited to like nurture a relationship. That's like new for me. I'm really excited to see like how that feels and how to have it all, you know, really have it all and 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 believe that. You know, so I think your 30s are really a time to kind of set yourself up for that. I don't think you're going to feel necessarily balanced in your 30s, but I do think there comes a point where like you've set yourself up to have it all and have a really balanced flow in your life. So yeah, I'm excited. 
I'm excited for that. When do you think is like the moment that you'll feel like you have it all? Oh. Like, do you have that like vision? Yeah. I, I can see it. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it is having a career that I'm so excited about. Like I, I'm so excited now. Like it's like having this and then also having like a family mm. and being able to like create a home and like almost like multitask on a whole other level, but have it feel really good. Have help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want help. You know yeah. what I mean? Like whether that's actual help with like, if I have kids or whatever, just like kind of having that village in the next like chapter of my life. What about you? What are you excited about? I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to see what it's like on the other side of like having a, having a family, you know, like I've always been single or a kid in the family situation. Like I am actually pretty excited to like a build my life with like one person, like my partner in life, kind of pumped for that. And then I'm really stoked to see like what it's like to have kids. Like I feel like I feel like I'm gonna be the fun a fun mom. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also really excited for like the discounts when I get really old. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> say no more. I'm excited to like shit myself. <laughs> like, someone else deal with it. Yeah, just like, just wear diapers. Honestly, I'm excited to wear diapers. Yeah. <laughs> just I'm relaxed. Yeah. Living in Florida, like yeah, of course. You know, warmth. Yeah. Watching, watching my story. <laughs> Still posting memes. Looking at I old memes, laughing. memes, yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's a Big good Big Kid meme. Problems has like 80 million followers yeah. by then. Yeah. It's They're old, pe- it's old people problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait, guys. Um, well, thanks so much for being on and helping our listeners, our oh, 90s them. babies and everybody, I think, uh, feel yeah. better about Getting old. We love the big kid crew. Truly. You guys are truly the funniest. I love all your comments on the the photos and everything like that. So you guys are amazing. Thanks. And um, where can we... I feel like anybody... I mean, if anybody is still freaking about about turning 30 or, you know, you're almost 30 or just getting older, where can we find more of you guys? Yeah. So you can listen to Almost 30 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, we're on Instagram at Almost 30 Podcasts. And I'm at Lindsay Simsick. And I'm at Krista, at It's Krista. I see, <laughs> sorry. It's like question mark. I-T-S Krista. It's Krista on Instagram. Yeah, and they can see you guys live at your live show. Yes. yes. Thanks, guys. Love you. All right, guys, that is a wrap on our episode this week and a wrap on this season. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Maybe you took away some tools and resources you can employ in your own lives. Maybe some of these episodes made you laugh or just made you feel a little less alone as we all navigate this whole becoming adult thing together. For those of you who have been here since day one, I want to give you guys such a big shout out. Thank you so much for continuing to listen and spread the word about this podcast. In terms of the podcast, world, this show is still pretty new. So every time you share it with a friend or post it on your stories or write a review or even just shoot me a little DM about it, it means more than you even know. If you haven't done so already, definitely make sure you're subscribed and please, please leave a little positive review if you can. It takes 30 seconds and has a huge impact and just know that I really, really appreciate it when you guys do that. While I'm off the air for the next few weeks, now is the perfect time to catch up on past episodes. If you take a screenshot of your favorite episode and share it on your Instagram stories, make sure to tag me and use the hashtag #AllTimeFavoritePodcast to be entered to win a little care package from yours truly. Every week I'll be choosing a winner, so it could be you. Also, while I'm off the air, you can still hang out with me over on Instagram at Big Kid Problems or on my personal at Sarah A. Merrill underscore. I love hearing from you guys, so don't be shy. I'm going to be recording for next season over the next few weeks. So if you have a topic you want covered or a guest you would love to hear on this pod, let me know. I do my best to take requests around here. This has been such a fun ride these last few months and I love you guys all so much and hope you will join me back here in a few weeks for all brand new episodes. Until then, enjoy your summer, be safe out there and remember to have some fun and take care of yourselves. Until then, I will see you next time.